The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM podcast one, where we get your podcast. Uh, Kevin Stanfield in the house, Claude Jennings in the house, although not the same house. We're in separate houses. Right. Uh, you know, uh, and, and he's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. We're connecting via all the beautiful technology available to us because, you know, we are not only men of sports, uh, but we are men of technology or something like yes, that. Sir. We know how to use them. So we're using it to our advantage to bring you the show. And Kevin, uh, from what I see on this video, you're adorning a wonderful Washington Redskins T-shirt, properly adorned. That's right. That's right. Because we are, you know, first and foremost, the um, the go-to source for the information on the Burgundy and Gold in this town, right? I mean, just for the real information. You can get all right. kinds of information everywhere, but we give you the truth, the true information, right? And, uh, you know, and, and people need something to hold on to. People, they need something to, to keep their minds off of what's going on, right? You know, first of all, we hope that you all are obeying the recommendations of not only our government, but the world, and just stay away from other people, right? Just stay away, stay away from me. That's I don't care what you do with everybody else in the world. Stay away from me. Stay socially distant from me. As a matter yeah, of fact, stay tough. further than socially distant. Right, right. Stay very distant from me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-social distancing is what right. I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and listen, so, like we said before, we said earlier on in this thing that we got to act like we're the ones who have it and we're trying to prevent other people from catching it. You know what, Kevin? I got to be honest with you. When you, when you broke it down like that, that was the one thing that made the most sense to me out of a lot of stuff that people are saying right now. I mean, you know, you're hearing the CDC at one point say, you know, well, the masks aren't going to help you stay, you know, uh, protected from this virus. And I'm just saying, well, how come doctors and stuff wear these masks? <laughs> you know, but then they say, well, that's because they don't want, you know, you to infect other people who don't have it. And then now they're saying, well, yeah, you should wear masks and gloves and stuff. And now, it's, you know, and so but when you said that, it's like, yeah, whether I have it or I don't want anyone. If I if I carry myself like I have it and I don't want anyone else to get it, if I just do that, then I'll keep everybody safe, including myself. That right, was the wisest right. thing I heard. And from what I understand, I don't think you're a medical doctor or a biologist, virologist or whatever they call people who study viruses. No, I was just a doctor on the basketball court, but, like, <laughs> but, but it helps. I'll take any advice you can get. Because if you listen to the, the press conferences and the briefings, and I know they have to do that, but mm-hmm. my thing is, if these guys really knew anything, they'd be in a lab somewhere. <laughs> so, right. right. So, you right. know what? Give it a break for a while. I mean, every once in a while, stick your head up, watch the news every once in a while, but but, you know, do something informative, right? Do something that will help, like, broaden your horizons. Like, I don't know, listening to this podcast, for instance, that might that make exactly. <laughs> You got to do something where you feel better leaving than you did coming in. <laughs> right. No, 100%. And you put that on Twitter earlier, by the way, Stanfield Kevin, I think is your Twitter um, right. handle. And you said that. You said, how about we stop watching so much news? Because things aren't going to change for a while. So just right. – 
get, get updated, stick your head up, see what's going on maybe once, twice a day, maybe, and then cut it off and do something else. Find something else to do. A lot of people, you know, listen, if you're supposed to work from home, maybe try working from home and do some work <laughs> as opposed to watching the news and television. Some work. If you got if you got kids and they're supposed to be doing homeschool, how about teaching your kids something as opposed to watching? Like, we can still be busy. Now, by the way, there's a lot of people who are out of work and stuff like that, and so we want yeah. the best for them. Uh, times are going to be hard. Hopefully, those who still have and have plenty in the house, uh, you know, check on your neighbors and family members. Make sure if anyone's lost a job that maybe you can help them out, give them some food from your cabin. Or give them a couple of dollars. Shoot them some cash. Do the cash app and send them some money and look out for your neighbors. But like Kevin said, surround yourself with positivity. I mean, the Hallmark Channel, for goodness sake, uh, started doing Christmas shows on the weekend. Although this past weekend they didn't show it. Uh, but they did have this new premiere, this uh, Spring Fling series that they have. And it's one show that this one movie they had is called It's Some Lady Who Has a Food Truck. And then this guy moves on the street where she's doing her food truck. And he does like bacon and stuff like that, right? And so, of course, they have this feud, and it turns into a love romance. And the name oh. of the movie is "You're Baking Me Crazy." <laughs> it's such a oh, hallmark. Yeah. How movie I, miss that one? I got, I gotta sign up for that. I'm in. I'm in. I'll come yeah. do a search oh. for that. Well, well, you know, one way I've been, um, one way I've been uh, occupying my time is I'm down in my portions of solitude, as I refer to it. But um, I have a video game uh, down here, and I, you know, I went and I, I, I searched and I found some classic games because I only have a, a PS3. I know they're up to like PS11s now, but I found <laughs> one of my favorites. So I just want to give you a quick demonstration and the listeners a quick demonstration of what uh, what it's like in my basement on a regular basis. Just give me a second here to get set up here. Sure. And, and while you uh, shoot that, people, you can follow me on Twitter at Claude J Radio. Again, we're missing uh, Kevin. Uh, Okay, here we go. Okay. Kevin's getting the controller in his hand as we speak. Oh, oh, they they got me. Wait. (laughs) Look out behind you, Brandon. Sounds like a lot of gunfire in the background. Must be some kind of shoot 'em up game. Well, <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of Call of Duty shoot 'em up game. Which is- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a James Bond, James Bond. And- oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit disappointed because when I got the game, it was Goldeneye, which is a classic James Bond movie. You know, I was a big fan of the Pierce Bronson character. I mean, of course, there's only one James Bond. That's Sean Connery to me, right? Right. And right, then right. after that. Uh, is Pierce Bronson. He was the one that epitomizes the role of like smoothness, right? You know, the, mm-hmm. the women, the guns, the bad guys. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not a big of Daniel Craig guy as a James Bond okay. kind of goes. Okay. You know, I, I don't mind him too call, much. Just call me a, a Bond veteran. Just, you know, I'm an old school <laughs> Bond guy. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's what, one of the ways I've been occupying my time, you know, other than doing the research for the Federal Football Report. What have you been up to? Uh, you know, passing my time for the so for me, a lot of my work is still going on. And so uh, there's a local station in D.C., WGTS, that I do a morning show. And so I'm still there um, quarter to five every morning. 
uh, and I do that show. And then I come home for most of my other work. A lot of other media work I do, I'm, I'm able to do from home. And so I'll get that going. Um, so a lot of my stuff hasn't changed. That's been pretty much my, my normal routine. Uh, although when I come home, my wife is here working five days a week and, and my son's here as well. So we've got that homeschool thing. So there's just extra obligations to the family uh, when I get home a little earlier than normal. Uh, and so that um, hasn't been quite an adjustment because, you know, listen, I get home dynamics and family dynamics, but I like my family. And so I just bother right, right. me when they're home and I'm home <laughs> at the same time. Um, it's funny, though, because yesterday, uh, a son and I, we were outside and we're, you know, chipping the golf ball in the backyard. And so we're, we're chipping into this little chipping net, working on our short game because that's all we can do right now. And then we're throwing the baseball around. We, you know, it was nice outside, so he got both of our gloves. And so we're throwing the baseball around. And then it's like my wife looked outside and she's kind of like, you know, why are there two men who live here in this house outside <laughs> in, the, in the yard throwing a ball around when the grass needs to get cut? And so, and so, and so we put that stuff down and we cut the grass and, and had a good time. We've been taking a lot of walks, man. We've been walking around some nature trails and going out to the uh, basketball courts near where we live. And there hasn't been a ton of people out there, so we've been shooting around a little bit and playing some ball and just walking. And, and I think seven-year-old Manny is ready for the training wheels to come off of his bike. Um, although he's a little nervous about it, and so we've been talking him up on that. But everything's been a, been a, little, been a little normal here, which is good. We're blessed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. And and that's a good thing, man, because the kids have a way of, of maintaining like your, your equilibrium, right? Because right, they, yeah. they they don't have a lot of requirements, right? You know, right. you give kids some love and affection and they're going to go. I mean, of course, there's some ancillary things they're going to ask for, like like uh, Pop-Tarts and right. shorts and stuff like that. But, but I'm talking about in terms of, of life, right? You know, the, 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 the man is at home with his, with his parents, right? What, how can life be any better? I had my... Right. Um, my uh, three-year-old granddaughter, right, in the backyard, and she spent mm -hmm. a good 10 minutes just running up and down the yard, oh, making absolutely. her own movie. She was the good guy <laughs> and the bad guy at the same what? time by herself, <laughs> just having the time of her life, right? So that, that's right. very therapeutic for me. I enjoy that. That and coming down here in the basement and, and shooting up a million guys with James Bond, right? That, exactly. That, that keeps well, that balance, man. It's like find what you need to do. To uh, pass the time. Now, I don't know about you, Kevin, but some of our household chores have changed. So, uh, just a couple of things, like just regular stuff, like we wash more dishes now because, I mean, we're eating at home a lot more. Yeah, um, yeah, so, that's yeah. kind of changed. And a lot, my, the laundry routine has changed. So, I wash all the clothes, but I just don't trust anybody else to wash my clothes. I, you know, I'm really particular about the way my clothes are cared for. And so, nobody cares for you except the way you care for them. And so, right. so I, and, but, but what I've noticed in our laundry, is the fact that the like the 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 load uh, or the amount of clothes, the quantity has not changed, but the types of clothes that I'm washing it has changed. And so, as opposed to like button down shirts and 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 slacks and and skirts or dresses, well, skirts and dresses for my wife. I mean, her clothes. I don't wear. Skirts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, Nothing against any guys to do. I mean, I'm just saying I don't. And so, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. But <laughs> skirts and no skirts, dresses, no slacks, no button down shirts, no sweaters. They're all like sweatpants and athletic gear and sweatshirts yeah. because that's all we're wearing nowadays. We're not wearing regular clothes. It's all loungewear. You, you know, you bring up an interesting point because I do the laundry in, in my household as well. And it's because, it's, it's a simple fact, I read the labels. I, I, I figure <laughs> that these people who put these clothes together, who, who right. this is their job, their craft, they took the time <laughs> to pay and buy like the little printed tags and so right. them. I mean, those are the most sturdy things on your clothes, those labels. And they're, they're <laughs> it's so, the only thing that never breaks. <laughs> right. This is, they never wear out. 
and they're in so oh, many languages. Read. They want to make sure that you get this right. <laughs> they want, and I figure that's the least I can do. If it says wash cold, dry low, that's what I do. Uh -huh. So I spent, you know, I sort clothes by color, then I sort again by temperature and all that. And I figure that's the least I could do, right? But and I grew up, I have a house full of women, right? I have three daughters. Right. And all of them, I guess what it comes from college or whatever, they just take everything and dump it into the, the wash oh, at the same time. <laughs> And just watch it. And, you know, right. how can y'all do that? How right, can right. You do it. When, they, me. when there are specific <laughs> instructions on how to wash the clothes right. from the right. and, and, and they won't they're, not, they're not mad at you when they say it. They don't curse <laughs> at you when they say cold water. You know, they just say cold water. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't have an attitude. Oh, they just suggest it. But anyway, that's, <laughs> we're, you know, we're getting a little far from sports here. Which, but, yeah. I, you know, I'm glad you said that, man. That's it. So... So, you know, with the with the sports world being as it is and, and everything being in the state of flux, I heard a report today that baseball was considering starting their season next month. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and it's sort of up near how they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it in Florida, which is kind of weird. And 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 they were just going to do it with no fans. But right. I just can't see that happening. Right? I can't see it because, number yeah. one, you got to bring the team together. And, right. and, and you, right. you, by doing that, you're doing everything that you're trying to prevent, which is people coming in close proximity of one another. So, right, I, you right. know, are you okay with, with there not being the season? I mean, so, well, here, here's the thing. I understand why they want to rush to bring baseball back, because I, I believe that not just sports, but there are just things in life that kind of gets us back to some sort of normalcy. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are things that we can do places we can go, activities that makes us feel like, okay, things are back to normal. And, um, you know, I heard, yeah, Florida, I also heard bringing it to um, uh, Arizona. Um, and so they, they've got ideas. And I understand that and I get it. I just don't know if we're ready yet. Like, like, like you know, Dr. Fauci, you know, said the virus will tell us when we can start getting things back to normal. We don't just set a date and say, okay, we're going to be able to do it now. No, we'll, we'll know when things run its course. And so I, I don't understand the rush to try to to try to get back to a normal season, like to catch up. I, I'm fine if baseball has a three-month season. If by the end of July we're back into it, they go July, August, and September starts the playoffs, and whether it's just 25 games, all right, well, after 25 games, whoever got the best record, they make the playoffs. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with basketball. If they come back in July saying, all right, going to do a two-month playoff and we're going to start the season in January in twenty uh, in January 2021 for the next year uh, yeah. and we'll wrap up the season this way. I'm fine with hockey doing the same thing. Like, we don't have to get, well, how, well baseball, you know, basketball, what the season's going to start in October or November. How are we going to finish it, like, in late August? It's like, just don't start it in October or November. <laughs> like, everybody understands what's happening here. And so yeah. I just... I just wish that we would use more common sense in trying to figure out when things are going to get back to normal. But I would love to see things get back to normal sooner than later. You know, it's, it's interesting. Just common sense. Yeah, to me, it's just like you're saying. Like, if you're a baller in, in April, you'll still be a baller in August. Right. <laughs> Your skills are not going to be right. that much in three months. I mean, mine would because I'm up there in age. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, taking care of your body, I mean, especially – Especially a professional athlete, because they they have everything that you need to to stay healthy. I mean, it's obvious with the with the NBA because 
the NBA's players got tested, but no one else in the country was getting tested, right? You know, right, so right, they had right. everything at their disposal to stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And so mm -hmm. they should just—they should be setting the example. They should not right. be sitting little, sending little teasers out saying, "Well, we might start here, we might start there." What the commissioners of all these leagues should do is just come out and say, "Hey, look, we are not starting this thing until further." notice we want you right. to be healthy we want us to be healthy and that's leadership man that's what they should be doing as a matter of fact let me get some phone numbers here and some email addresses i think i might give some guys a call <laughs> i know that you know I, they, they, they claim they don't listen but we know they listen right you know because so, I, so and, and i'm 100 fine with someone saying listen the 2021 season may be affected by the way we end the 2020 season and right. say we have all intention on ending the 2020 season if we've got, even if we have to end it late, even if we have to end the basketball season in September, we want to end it. We want to have a champion this year. And even if it means we've got to start 2021 late, that's fine. Hopefully things will be back to normal 2022. And I think everybody will understand that. Like, okay, cool. We'll, we'll have a finale to the season and then we'll start, you know, late with the next season. I think that's a good idea. Like, I don't I understand what, this whole mindset that things have to be the way that they've always been simply because they've always been that way is ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous in personal life. It's ridiculous in business and it's ridiculous in sports. That's right. That's right. Well, absolutely. Right. And you always have like sports radio guys who like, have. <laughs> I mean, they're running out of things to talk about sports radio. Right. I mean, it was like, I saw yesterday somebody tweeted out. No, it was on, um, What's the guy? Uh, Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and, and the other dude. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Skip they, Taylor. They, yeah, they had a, a, a discussion on who would win in a game of horse, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, right? You know, this oh, is, these guys get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> right? you know, I had a better poll the other day, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. and I was quite surprised at the results. Um, <laughs> I had a poll on bacon. Yeah, really? Me? Yeah, because okay. I don't like crispy bacon. I think Me crispy, yeah, crispy bacon shows that you were busy doing something else. But you said, oh, man, I got the bacon, right? <laughs> That's what crispy bacon is. So I, I, I put a poll out there on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. I said, crispy bacon, yes or no? And and crispy bacon, overwhelmingly, three to one, uh, one. Really? Preferred. Yeah. But not only that, I was getting, like, death threats. We even uh, <laughs> bringing it up. Look, I said, yeah. what happened to you as a child? As such a <laughs> <laughs> nobody mean, responded. Major, nobody responded saying you're baking me crazy. Like the way the, the Hallmark <laughs> Channel had that. They <laughs> should have, but they would have. I mean, they might. I mean, the poll probably is still open, but but yeah. But the, I mean, there's things that we can do to entertain ourselves between now and then, right? You know, we can talk about what what would Jay Gruden have done if he had one more year here? You know, we can right. No, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. If they're in sports talk, if you're rever reverting back to, okay, who's better, the 87 you know, or 95, you may be in the wrong thing. Because, I mean, especially if you're in a city like D.C., you know, where we love our sports, we love our Redskins, we love our basketball, we love our high school hoops, we love our high school football here. Uh, we love sports. You can find something to talk about. And by the way, there's enough happening with NFL free agency. There's, there's front office stuff. There's profiles of, of, of athletes. I mean, there are athletes who played for the Redskins and the NFL who are still in the area from Chris Samuels to, I mean, the one year that Sean Alexander played with the Redskins, he's still in the area. There are guys you can reach out to and just do hour long interviews and you can air that. Like, Talk about stuff. Like, I don't understand why, how you're running out of stuff to talk about. Um, well, then, well, yeah. Then also, I, I saw this story, Kevin, where um, they had this uh, uh, NBA 2K simulated 
basketball thing going on where you can watch like the Wizards, you know, lose to Boston <laughs> instead of in real life. They do it on the um, they do it virtually on a simulated game. And I'm like, ah, who wants to watch that? And I'm not really into watching ESPN Classic or watching old games either because it's just something about competition when I know what happens that doesn't keep my attention. I mean, it's got to be a great, great, great game, but not many of them hold. My you know, the thing about that is, and I've been, I've been wondering every once in a while, like at the NBA channel and NFL Network, they'll show a game from like the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they might show the 85 Bears or, or they maybe I saw the 91 Redskins a couple of weeks ago, the, the playoff game against Atlanta, where the, the fans threw the, the seat cushions out in the field like they beat Atlanta <laughs> so bad. But most of the games they call classic games are from like two years ago. Right? Right. <laughs> Who you right. got? The guy right. 18 years old running this network. Come <laughs> on, man. There's, there's some people alive who were born. Prior to like 1995, <laughs> right? you know? so if you go show some classics, show some classics. Now, I do understand that on YouTube, that the league has uh, eased some of the restrictions, and you can actually see some games on YouTube from nice. from the 70s and 80s and things like that, right? I, I've been still trying to find the uh, the Doug Williams playoff game, not the Super Bowl. You can find that. But the one in Chicago where it was like 10 degrees below and he played with gloves. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. one, they, they, they haven't released that one yet for some reason. Must be somebody in Chicago making that decision. The game where Daryl Green jumped over the guy and like broke uh-huh. his own rib. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. I can't yep. find I that one. <laughs> I, I did. Um, uh, yeah, I was able to see some classic NBA last night. The uh, back in the, the way, way back in the day with Dr. J. Uh, 76ers against Bill Walton and yeah. the Trailblazers. That's what I. So, yeah. Let me preface. Let me preface my previous statement. Put an asterisk beside what I said. As far as not want to watch. If I'm gonna watch. If I want to see classics, I want to see guys who were playing before I was born. Or you right. know, I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see a classic game with Allen Iverson unless it's like some Georgetown stuff. But I don't want to see. Right. You know, classic. You know, James Harden and, and first, you know, versus, you know the, the, like the Rockets Golden State series from last year. I don't want to see that. Like, I remember that. I don't want to see it. I want to see some guys that I, I didn't see before. Yeah, it's, it's really, man, like guys who never really had a chance to see Wilt Chamberlain play, right? Or, mm-hmm. or guys mm-hmm. like Earl Monroe. I watched Walt, I saw Walt Frazier play. And until I saw one of these classic games, I forgot how awesome he was, right? I said, right, right, right. Cried as a beast, right? So yeah, there's, <laughs> there's things that we can do. We can we can we can uh, feed our sports fix and 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 be entertained. But as long as the people making these decisions realize that you know, hey, I'm not ready, you know, for the home yet because I want to see a game that was played in 1992, right? You know, mm-hmm. so, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, while we're on the subject of sports, I do want to touch on the fact of. Uh, uh, the passing of one of my, uh, truly one of my heroes, one of my idols, uh, Bobby Mitchell, uh, mm-hmm. uh, this past week. Now, I'm born and raised D.C., right? I'm, you know, native, you know, and I'm, I got a couple of more uh, years on, on, you know, behind me than, than you do, right? So <laughs> I remember when, when, when Bobby Mitchell came to town, and I remember him being the first black player on the Washington Redskins, right? And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was very, very young, but I was still, you know, I wasn't stupid, <laughs> right, you know? <laughs> So, so to me, that was just as significant as what Jackie Robinson did, right? Because, you know, at, at, at that time, the, the Washington was the team of the South. There were no teams in Florida. There were no teams in Georgia, Carolina, uh, wow. Louisiana, Tennessee. There, were no, there was like Dallas. 
than mm-hmm. Washington. <laughs> that was it. Oh, wow. So, so mm-hmm. for, for Bobby Mitchell to do what he did and at the level that he did it was an amazing thing. Plus, I had the opportunity to meet him on occasion. Oh, wow. He was just the nicest guy. He would just would sit down and just talk to you. Like, you know, it was like, it was like he wanted to know more about you than you wanted to know about him. Wow. He was that type of guy, man. And, and, uh, and he was just, he just was great for the city, for this organization, and for the NFL. And for sports in general, man. He was just a great yeah. guy. And he's truly, truly appreciated and is going to be missed. Right. And it's crazy because from what I understand, um, you know, uh, obviously a great player as well. And, you know, in the same way where there are certain players because they played in the Jordan era probably doesn't get they don't get the championship of the respect that Jordan did simply because he dominated that era. Uh, same thing with 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 uh, uh, with Mitchell and the fact that with Jim Brown, it's like, no, you're too close to this era with him to, to right, kind of right, get right. notoriety and respect that you deserve. But every 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 much of, of a great player himself, where if he wasn't in this era. He'd probably be better known by sports fans um, in general who may not um, who who will give you know Brown those respects, but maybe not Mitchell. Right. Well, there's also the thing about the, that era, that team, um, you know, with with Jurgensen and Charlie Taylor and uh, and, and Jerry Smith. Um, you know, the team wasn't good, but we had yeah. good players, and you knew that whoever you played, that we were more than likely going to lose. But these guys mm-hmm. were going to get theirs. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you know, we were playing against the best. We were going to lose, but these guys were going to get off, and that and that was the the connection we had with the team with the team back then. So uh, yeah, so you know, like I said, uh, rest in peace, Bobby Mitchell was a great man, a uh, great Washingtonian, uh, you know, great for the Burgundy and Gold, and and he's going to be uh, truly missed, truly missed. And I'm, you know, I found it interesting that that a lot of guys. Uh, in this town who do sports, you know, they, they don't know. They just know what, they, what they've read about it right now. Some guys like, you know, our friend Doc Walker, who we had a close relationship with. That's, and I, I recommend that you listen to people who actually know, people who've mm-hmm. seen, people who have talked to, touched, handled, experienced, right? And you, you learn so much. It's not about, like, like inflating our own ego, like saying, yeah, we, you know, we were right, we guessed right or something. It's about like expanding your horizons, learning, knowing, and becoming better human beings. And, right. 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 Sports, right. right. And that's, you know, not just gambling. Right. <laughs> you know you can do that too. Well, I'm sorry I'm going off on a tangent, man. I mean, I know you're... No, that's right good. Now, right? yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like we pointed out with other talk to radios. I mean, literally, these guys have nothing to talk about. You come to Federal Football Report, we've got plenty to talk about. We talk <laughs> oh, about so much. Um, so much. So much. With, with the draft coming up, they're going to do the draft. It's going to be on the same days, but it's going to be virtual. No war rooms. Everybody kind of just um, away doing their own thing. Um, anything changed in just your thoughts on what the Redskins should do with the draft? Any, you know, um, has anything changed the last time we've done the show as far as you're concerned? No, I, I really uh, feel like they're in the driver's seat, right? They shouldn't, uh, number one, don't listen to the fans. Don't just draft Chase Young because everybody wants to draft Chase Young. You know, mm-hmm. you listen to the offers you get. You, you're, If you get an offer, somebody wakes up drunk or something, offers you a ton of first-round picks, for that pick, yes, you have to. You have to, course, you know, sure, Chase Young's a generational talent, but gosh, I remember they said the same thing about LeVar Arrington, right? You know, right. you yeah. wanted him yeah, to yeah. be that, that Lawrence Taylor, and for whatever reason, it just didn't pan out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, there's less of a chance of you blowing it with if you only have one pick than it is if you have, like, 
four or five picks. Right. If you got four or five picks and you blow one, you still got three. You know? Um, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. right. So that's what I'm looking at. That's, you know, just, just draft-wise. What do you think about this? Yeah, same thing, man. I'm not hearing anything different. I'm not um, uh, uh, seeing anything different from any of my sources. It seems like, you know, they're either going to trade two or take uh, or take uh, Chase Young. And so, you know, again, we'll see what happens. We're only going to know what they do when we see what they're going to do. And that's, and that's <laughs> now, um, because we got to pay attention to some of the other stuff happening in the NFC East, I've been seeing all these rumors circulating about Des Bryant trying to get back with the Cowboys, even to the point where I think there was a picture where he's, hanging out with Zeke and Dak at a, at a facility, kind of practicing a little bit. Uh, they haven't signed him at all. Uh, but uh, I don't know. This seems to be a thing that's happening right now. Um, maybe they just figure, all right, we won't bring back a tight end since Jason Witten's in, in Oakland. We'll have these guys just pretty much block, and we'll just have uh, Dez as a third option. Who knows? I don't know what they're thinking down there. But uh, we know how disrupt- disruptive he was to the locker room before. So do they think he's going to be any different now? <laughs> you know, here's the thing. My, my, I've always had a great deal of respect for Dez as a player. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think Dez was one of the most misunderstood athletes in Absolutely. the league because he'd be on the sidelines throwing tantrums and it would be reported that, you know, he's you know being a, a malcontent and being selfish and being greedy. But if you d- delve and dig into it, it turns out he's yelling at his teammates to try to get his teammates to play up to a certain level. He was well, doing basically what Ray Lewis did. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which game this was specifically, but there was some game where they were saying, oh, he needs to, all the talking heads. He needs to be benched. He's horrible for team chemistry. Look how horrible of a teammate he is. He, you know, he's yelling and screaming at guys. But then when they – because he, he was mic'd up. And then when they got the actual audio of what he was saying, he was saying, guys, don't quit. Don't give up. We can come back. You guys are champions. We're, you've got this. You're the best in the league. we got to play like it, guys. It wasn't demeaning. It was uplifting to his teammates. That's, that's, and, and that's what I'm saying. We, if we, uh, that's why I listen to the, ga- the games with the sound off. You're right. I want my own opinions. <laughs> you know, it depends on the circumstances because it seems that the Cowboys are missing a certain, a certain inner something. And that was what they were trying to recapture when they signed Witten back. And it's right. a... It's a, it's a, for lack of a better word, because I think it's overused, it's a leadership thing, right? And, mm-hmm. and leadership isn't just telling somebody what to do or giving an order or giving an instruction. It's about making a guy believe in himself, making that, mm-hmm. making that four-string receiver believe that he can make first-team plays, right? You know, right. just, right. you know, bring it out of him, right? Not... Not by intimidation, but by you know, like setting a fire under him, and and I think that that's missing in the Dallas receiving core. I mean, Amari Cooper is a first round talent, and mm-hmm. I mean they did some things with Randall Cobb last year, but mm-hmm. what they need to do is find a way to get like perfect example is like what Washington did with guys like uh, McLaurin and and, mm-hmm. and Sims and Harmon, right? You know, guys who We'll play for you, guys who who, who reach out an extra six inches or maybe mm-hmm. cut a, a second off the forty time, and that's that's what the Cowboys are, are missing now. If Des can come in and do that, you know, for a team uh, in this in this uh, in this era of diva receivers. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Antonio Browns and Stephon Diggs, and you know, if Des could do that, more power to him, right? You know, I think that the game would right. be better off for him, right? I mean, 
because um, you know he he was a generational talent. And I just I like to see him go out on a high note, you know. So yeah. that's up yeah. to, to Jerry Jones, you know, and. And uh, who is the coach of the Cowboys these days? Uh, Mike McCarthy, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Are you sure he's still the coach, man? Because it's been a couple of weeks, you know. <laughs> right. You know? Maybe they changed up. That's enough now, Cowboys talk. We're doing too yeah, much. Now, so, McCarthy you, McCarthy you, has, yeah, uh, you know, who knows? You, you just yeah. don't know. You just Listen, I mean, he only he won a Super Bowl, yeah, but that was with Aaron Rodgers, and he only won one with Aaron Rodgers. So, That's right. Um, That's right. So who knows? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's, let's switch from football. Not much happening there, but people may not realize, even though if you listen to the show, you know this by now that you are a world class movie critic. Let's talk a little bit about yes. a movie. Uh, we're now movie critic. Uh, movies. Let's talk to movies, man. You've seen one lately. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I, I would. I, I want, you know, because I'll risk it, right? I'll mask up. I'll put on a hazmat suit and go out and see it for the fans, right? Because it's all about the fans. That's why we do this. It's for the fans, right? But, you know, um, I received uh, quite a few inquiries about the 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 blast from the past what we used to do when I, when I was heralded as the critic that reviewed movies that he hadn't seen. And, well, yeah, and you, were, yeah, you were heralded as that because you would review movies that you never saw. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They were right. But you know, no matter how good the review of the movie I saw was, they said, well, yeah, if you if you saw the movie, I'm not impressed, right? <laughs> so I thought about that. So for the fans, this was a tough one, right? So I purposely didn't see The Invisible Man. Now, now I know that's ironic. <laughs> like, well, if I had seen The Invisible Man, I still wouldn't have seen him because he was invisible. <laughs> right? but, so I purposely didn't see The Invisible Man so I can review it. So let me tell you about that. First of all, this is man. <laughs> he's invisible. <laughs> right. So there you have it, right? There you have it. So there's no spoiler, right? You know, the man is invisible, right? You know? But but uh, it turns out that there's, there's this couple, right? And, and and the guy's abusive, right? He's a brilliant scientist, but so you know, with so many brilliant people, like you know, take out their brilliance, you know, why can't the rest of the world be brilliant? I hate you. And he was taking he was very abusive in his relationship with his girlfriend, right? So okay. his girlfriend decided with her with her sister she was gonna leave this dude. So she uh she drugged him one night and and tiptoed out the house, right? But she left the bottle of whatever drug she used the drug, she left it laying there and uh -oh. found out. Right. Mm -hmm. We found out. And then all of a sudden the house blew up. I don't, you know, something happened between there. The guy, the guy something happened. The guy died. Somehow the house blew yeah. up. Yeah. And it turns out that he gave this woman that he was very abusive to, he left her everything. Mm -hmm. But, and she was cool with that. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't she be? Yeah. You know, which, which begs the question, right? If he was that abusive to you. Why did she take his stuff, right? You know, right. You know but. <laughs> But she was uh she was cool with it, but she knows like different things happening like around her. Like you know, she went for a job interview and opened it up, and she had a resume and she opened it up, and the thing that her portfolio was empty. And she said, "Hmm, I know I put that thing in there." And you know, just little things like that, like people getting killed before her eyes by invisible people. Right? <laughs> you know, that, that sort of gave her a, a clue that that the invisible Something man might, that might draw in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like you know, if you if you take a shower and 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 you know it's like it's two wet towels <laughs> in the shower with you, right? You know, hmm, that's okay. So things like that. So she tells she tells a friend and right? she moves in, which is something else kind of weird. She moves in with a friend and his daughter. The friend is the same guy that used to I don't know if you ever saw the uh, program Leverage way back in the day, Timothy Hutton and mm -hmm. and he was like uh, 
It's like Mission Impossible, right? Rob from the rich give to the poor. But anyway, the, the friend she moves into uh, was the guy who was the hacker on Leverage. Him and his daughter, right, move in with him, which is not begs the question, if the woman is freaking out, going crazy, do you invite her to come stay with you and your daughter? I don't think so. So <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so things happen. People die. And like, you know, knives flying through the air. It's like a bad Three Stooges movie. But but yeah, so that's what happens. So so the guy's invisible and she has to convince people that an invisible person is coming to get her. So so there okay. you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I think this is gonna be a very entertaining movie because because okay. this is a movie that if you were in the theaters, that especially in the theaters in our neighborhood, the people will be yelling, Look out, there's an invisible man behind you. So, that, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I highly recommend it, right? Okay, even though you haven't seen it. I haven't um, seen it question, or him. I haven't seen it or him. <laughs> it's no, available you, on, on like pay-per-view or, or you could probably, you know, socially distance yourself to a bootleg or somewhere and, yeah. <laughs> and find a bootleg copy. Now, I will say this, you know, through uh, doing my research, I stumbled across a bootleg copy of the um, uh, uh, Bad Boys for Life, right? Just to, just wow. to examine. We already reviewed that and I saw that one. So I just wanted to examine how what the, the quality of bootleg movies are in this day and age. They haven't oh. changed because whoever bootlegged <laughs> this one was sitting, they were sitting at the side. You know, most bootleg movies, they, had the <laughs> they try to sit in the middle, right, make it look good. Oh, they were sitting at the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a bad side. bootleg. Well, hey, you know. That's bad. So now, I'm assuming movies, even if you haven't seen it, how, yeah. how, 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 what's the, what do you think the percentage is that there will be a scene where this lady throws salt or a blanket or something just randomly in the air and it lands on the invisible man. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, that has to be. That has to yeah. be because you, otherwise you'd be saying, well, look, y'all got to show me something, right? You know, maybe this lady is crazy, right? You know, I, I, what I do, I, I stick a dog on it, right? Because I'm sure he's like, invisible, right? You can still smell him. I mean, invisible man, I mean, unless they got invisible roll-on. Like, they do have invisible roll-on deodorant. That's right. So you can do that, right? You know? So you right. can well, you can't see that, but you can spell it. Yeah, just give them the spit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so there's ways around it. Back to the question, though, then the invisible man basically walks around without any clothes on because yeah. he's invisible, not the clothes. <laughs> and so he just walks around without any clothes on all day. That's, That's right. Like, That's right. So there's all kinds of things you could do, right? You know, you could, uh, yeah, well, turn the heat up, man. Maybe that just make him uncomfortable. He'd be invisible, but still cold. <laughs> if you, you might not be able to see it, but you can hear his teeth chattering. Right? You know, there's ways you can find this out, right? So I'm quite proud to say I didn't see this movie, but it's worth watching. I'm, I'm sure it's nice. worth watching, right? So I highly yeah. recommend seeing it or trying to see it because you can't see it because he's invisible. Exactly. There you have it, America. Kevin Stanfield reviewing another movie that he hasn't seen. The Invisible right. Check it out. Be, don't be like Kevin and watch the movie. Oh, don't watch it. Like, whatever. We don't actually care what you watch. Either way, either way it's the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Is there anything else? I think we I think we covered everything, Kevin. One thing. One very important mm -hmm. thing. Now, you know, like, a couple of years ago, we relate, we uh, we developed this relationship with our good friends from the North, the Sandfields Corporation, right? Right, right. Sandfields is well-renowned in Canada for their underwear. Some of the mm -hmm. best underwear I've ever worn. I'm not just saying this because <laughs> their name is Stanfield. Well, maybe I am, but <laughs> there's some good stuff. There's some good it stuff. Is. They, you know, they're a long-term, family-owned, generational company, and they're suffering the effects of, of this COVID-19 situation, too, in Canada, whereas they had to lay a bunch of people off because they just, you know, 
it just couldn't, they just didn't have the business, they couldn't pay him, right? But it turns out, <clears throat> excuse me, turns out they made a deal with the Canadian government and they were able to reopen their, pan, their plant and make masks and make, uh, make gear, make the clothing for, for medical uh, professionals, right? The first line right. people. So they repurpose what they do in order to help their countrymen out now. Right. And, and I tweeted about this. And, and, and they got some responses from people in this country saying, hey, can you do us, you know, give, <laughs> sell us masks? And, mm-hmm. and they, they were mm-hmm. kind enough to respond and say, you know, unfortunately, uh, all of our efforts right now are for the frontline professionals. And, and right. as soon as we get a grip on this thing, we're going to make these things available to everybody. But right now, we're not in this to make a dollar. Right now, mm-hmm. we're, we're in this to help people and help save lives. And I'm so proud to share a name with these people, man, because this right. is the type of thing that's going to get us over this hump, man. So Absolutely. that's all to the boys at Stanfields. And mm-hmm. we know we're not looking for no payola or anything like that. No, we of just course want to know that there's people in this world who actually care. And that's what's going to yeah. do it for us, man. People who care one for another. And that's what's going that's to take us over the top, it. Yeah, that's what's going to do it. We care for one another, and, you know, we care about the Federal Football Report. We care for you, the listening public, uh, who loves this show. You can catch Kevin uh, on Twitter, at Stanfield Kevin. He's a great follow on Twitter. Me, at Claude J Radio. I'm not as exciting as Kevin, but I like all the stuff and retweets it. And then so that kind of stuff uh, <laughs> you'll be able to check out uh, uh, there. And folks, we'll catch up with you guys next week. Kevin, it's always great being with you. Stay safe, my man. Hey, you too, man.